you're about to hear a true story of someone who has taken life's lemons and made lemonade. I am Heidi, your host, and thank you for joining me. Okay, well, Camilla, welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand. I'm looking forward to getting to know you and hearing your story. So start out by telling me just a couple of things about yourself. Yeah, and first, Heidi, thank you so much for, for inviting me here as a guest. I've been so, super excited. I've been so thrilled. A bit about myself. I'm born, raised, uh, and I live in, uh, in Denmark, Copenhagen area. I've been in the corporate world for, um, for 20 years with BP, IBM, Shell. And then in 2016, I, uh, I founded my advisory business. And in 2020, I founded my coaching business. So I went from uh, corporate into my own practice and then really into uh, coaching. I'm a single mom to Elizabeth Sophia, who's now seven. And I enjoy nature. Nature is really like where I do my men mental stuff and I just enjoy being outside. Well, that's awesome. So to go from the corporate world to coaching, there must be a story there. And I need you to tell me, what is your lemon to lemonade story? Take me back. Yeah, that's a, that's so true. That is the story from being a corporate and to coaching. But I was in a, a in a relationship that wasn't healthy for me, in a toxic relationship. And uh, at one point in time, um, I then when I was together with him, I started my uh, advisory business and actually wanted to expand. And I was looking for a mentor to help me expand. And as we were doing self-analysis, then um, I, one area that was like really flacking, like really bomb, bomb red, was my private life. For years, I ignored that my private life prevented me from really stepping into who I want to become. I ignored that. I really, really ignored that. My coach mentor, if she is really good at asking questions, getting me to really think. Uh, and at that point in time, I had different um, uh, advisory roles and interim leadership uh, positions uh, and my client side. Okay, I say, if she can do it, I can as well. So and then I started with coaching. And uh, part of the coaching um, uh, education is to host or invite people in for free uh, coaching sessions. And I did that. And then I experienced that. But my story, that the story of being in this toxic relationship and how it affected me, somehow it just had to come out as I was doing that. And then when I launched my story on LinkedIn a few years back, people just really got to me behind the scene and said, I've been there, I've been there, I've been there. And I said, okay, if there's so many women who've been in a toxic relationship, but being in a toxic in a psychological violent relationship, we don't talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to own it. And I said, I'm going to rock the world. And that's how I, <laughs> that's how I ended up uh, having my, my heart and my calling in coaching. Wow, that's amazing how you just step out and you're vulnerable and you admit things are hard and things aren't going great. And the people come to you and say, me too, me too. Yeah, and that was actually uh, 
surprising to me yeah. because when I was uh, going through my, the divorce myself, I thought I was on my own. I thought like, because when you were with a psychological uh, abuser, nobody else understands what's really going on at home. So when you talk to your parents or your friends, they can't understand. You're just too sensitive, Camilla. Or it's just you making up things. And so I was really saying, am I crazy? Or, uh, but we are not well, we're not well at home. And then we broadcasted my story and there were so many women who reacted and said, we're gonna break this. It's no, no longer gonna be the taboo. And that's, uh, that's how it all started actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you weren't necessarily getting that support from people who didn't understand what you were going through. And so you found your people and now you're their support. Yeah. So tell me more about that. What do you do? Yeah, so I'm now a divorce coach uh, and I help women um, going through divorce with success. And what they like is, and they ask is that, how did you do that? How long did you stay in pain? Were you there as well? Yes, I was there as well. And so some of the women, they um, they have divorced. So they're, they're struggling with a co-parenting project and, but, and haven't healed from the trauma and still feeling guilt and still hoping he comes back even though he has another mistress and all that stuff. I have clients who go through divorce, really difficult, tough divorce. And here's about also the financial abuse women who um, were kind of sacrificed their career because they're letting the man make the, his career and make all the money. And when they split up, the man takes most of the money. And then the woman said, how can I do that? I'm helping those. And I'm helping those women who are in the relationship. And some of them accepting that the man lives two lives and hoping that he will change, but probably he won't because he's been this for several years or just really women who are so scared as I was to break free and the fear of the unknown how I'm going to do this so that's different journeys or it's a journey but there's different steps in a divorce and I'm in all of those steps and what they really and that's why I so step into this role and what they enjoy is that um speaking to a therapist who haven't been in a psychological violent relationship. This, I've been there myself, that's a therapist have no idea what you're talking about. And the therapist just helps you heal. Like I've been told, uh, give him more sex. Don't uh, get into an argument, just uh, play small. And you know, is that's, that's not what I would say. You don't play small because uh, then you just linger in the pain. You should take control. And so I share those stories with them and I share that everything is possible. Look at me. And I tell how I lost my hair and all the mental and physical pain and I'm here. And that's why they love to see that it actually is possible to thrive and very quickly when you have the right tools and when you work with the right people. And I think that is a very important idea. Work with the right people. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely get therapy, but make sure it's the right therapist too. And then get <laughs> coaching from someone who's been there and can relate to you. Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah, mm, yeah but I would like to share um, the pain I've been through. Not that I write on the um, on the pain, but that's, oh, and so tagging into how quickly you can actually heal. 
So when I was in this relationship, um, every evening my eyes start tickling and I got so nervous when going to bed. I could be, I felt I was being forced to have sex. I could um, go in and I didn't want to go into the bedroom and I went to sleep with my daughter. And so we were, re I was really, really uncomfortable at home. At home where you should feel very comfortable. I was in complete tense. Uh, I was tense, I couldn't relax. Uh, it's just really, really uh, uncomfortable. And did it start this way right from the beginning of your marriage? No, that's a very good question. No, it didn't at first. And then as we got closer, the day, the, not the days, but the kind of the years went on, I slowly became a victim, but I didn't realize I was a victim until my sister, she was a GP, said, Camilla, this is psychological violence. But Heidi, when, when you lived in this such a relationship for years, you come to accept that that is how things are. Ah, he's just yeah. angry today. And you kind of know then when you know when he's opening the door, how he's opening the door and you accept how he is yeah. or how that person is. And then we went back and forth a bit and I never go back and forth in a relationship, right? I also say that while I'm 15 and I was in, when I met him, I was about uh, in the late thirties and there's so much one day, child, my own family. So it was also this lack and I just have to, this have to be the one. It was really good in the beginning and you just kind of accept. And then I got pregnant and with my beautiful daughter and then you try to, you so much want a family. So you are even more accepting. You're not accepting, you're tolerating what is. And then it was people from outside. There was one psychologist who, and that was really interesting. And she asked me, how are you doing at home? And that was, nobody has asked me that question before. My daughter was 10 months. And when she was 10 months in the living room, she was, would go a different route to me rather than pass, passing by her dad. So at age 11, 10 months, she reacted to the environment. And I told her, she said, Camilla, you have to leave. You have to leave. But there's someone who knows what I'm talking about or not what I'm talking about sharing. And the environment said, you gotta leave, you gotta leave. I think you accept it. And then one point where I really came to no stop, that was when my daughter at the age of four she so struggled in kindergarten. She could do self-damage, banging her head in the wall. We, we did, the, this is really interesting because now I know from coaching, we look at the outside world. We try to change the outside world. Nobody asked her, how is it going at home? And as she was getting a therapy session, so she was having a therapy in the, in the kindergarten, nobody understood why she was so aggressive was this little woman, this little girl, she had no language to express how sad she was. What she could tell is, mommy, I'm crying in my heart. That she could say at the age of four. And that broke my heart. And then it's, there was one meeting in the kindergarten and then the penny just dropped. It's a family environment that impact my young daughter. 
And then a few months after, I just decided no more. We're not. I'm ruining my life. I'm ruining her life to try to keep the family together. For for what reason? And so what happened that once I decided to file for divorce, and then when I decided it, I I, I just executed so fast I'd never done before. I was taking back control. I was going out of fear. I was really leaving fear behind. And the moment I decided enough is enough and I'm going to create my life, my eyes, my tickles in my eyes start to reduce. My migraine start to reduce. My facial pain start to reduce. And I got more balance. That is so interesting when you take control, but you and then you can also feel in your body how your body reacts. But you have to come to that crossroad of no more. And I also know how fast you can heal. My daughter Elizabeth Sophia, when you live in a, with psychological abuse in a very early age, it takes a, they say it takes a long time, many several years to heal the trauma. All right. But if you say that's a law of attraction, if you say it takes many years, it takes many years. And then um, I've been working really hard on myself, on um, meditating and telling better feeling stories and all what I've had learned. I teach my clients and I use every day, yes, several times a day, I train and practice. Then I got a new uh, mentor. She said, Camilla, if you continue to lean forward, and you want to create your life, then just watch Elizabeth Sophia. I can feel my body reacting now. Within four months, Heidi, she has almost healed the trauma. She has gone from last year, 12 months ago, she couldn't go into school. She was clinging onto me. She was afraid that I was leaving her. But today she was happy. She started choir last week and she was singing out loud. And when she came home, she said, mommy, next time you don't have to go in the room where we sing. It's okay that you're outside. And we was, she was in the choir yesterday and she did it, Heidi. She, it's a quantum leap. And it's so amazing when you heal, it's like pebble in the water. The people in your inner circle will heal as well. And so in four months, she has healed faster than any therapist had ever seen and imagined. And for, for working on myself and keep working on getting in balance and even become better and better and better, because we can always become better, right? And, mm -hmm. and what we do. Oh, yeah. I feel this is actually very powerful to share because it's, um, it's like um, the magic source. And when you start to focus and center, everything around you will become will get better, and your children will be get be, uh, feel better. So if they misbehave in school, and you think, oh, they can't do this and this and why, it's actually because of the home environment. But if you get in line, in center, in balance, children will will just take that up so quickly, and they will be completely different people. I share, I've been there, I've seen it. I know how difficult it is. I know the messages, messages I have got, I've received, but I also know what is to be true. And I can show and can prove 
that as long as you just tap in, you will get uh, rewarded and you get results much faster than you would have ever experienced or imagined. Yeah. Everything is possible. Start believing in yourself and everything is possible. It's just there. Let me help you dream big. The, the, when you dream big, everything, all your dreams can come true. And just lean forward. That's great advice. You are just such a light to people. I'm sure they are so drawn to you because you can relate and you don't judge them. You welcome them, you're open, you're honest with people and they feel that from you. And so that's amazing that you have this gift, you can do this. Yeah, thank you so much. And actually, as you're talking about gift, because I'm, there's so many women out there suffering in silence, I'm launching, I'm hosting a global conference called How Happiness is Real, How to Thrive Before, During and After Event. I put this conference together in four weeks. I have lined up six amazing women to talk about financial abuse, how to become financial independent and all other stuff. So to really to help women get the best out, of, best out of their life and get the tools so they can just live an amazing abundant life. Wow. Yeah, that's so much um, a joy that I put this conference together and um, we just have to help. That's, <laughs> I just have to help. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I think what I would like to, to say to women if they're stuck in a toxic relationship is to just think of the life that you can live. Don't accept what is, because it's so easy to accept, but you only have one life. And I've been there myself. I know how, how difficult or challenging it can be to file for divorce. I procrastinated the decision for two years because I, I want to keep my I want to I wanted to keep my own family as a is she can't be I was thinking oh but she's the only uh, girl uh, or child without like in a separate family uh, how true is that <laughs> that's so many divorced families and kids traveling back and forth to the parents so I say there's all these what ifs and uh just drop them right it's like live your best life you only have one life and there's always something much better waiting for you had i got those advices those are my those advice that i give my clients i would be in a i i think i would have left the relationship must much faster than i did because i procrastinated the the divorce for two years the consequences was me uh, ruining my life, ruining my well-being, and I I didn't realize that living in a toxic relationship had such an impact on me. I can't remember. I'm just telling. I'm so into this, Heidi. I just want to share something. Maybe I'm going to repeat what I think. But at some point, I start losing my hair. I could literally just take off my hair. And I called my doctor, my, uh, my GP, and said, what's going on? I think I'd said it before, but, and this, the, the impact this relationship had on me was like, it, it really impacts everything. 
And that's why it's, we don't know it until we stop and ask, is this a relationship that really helps me thrive and grow and smile and enjoy every single day? And I think there's too many women. One woman is uh, one woman too much, right? And one, yeah. It's too many women out there who suffer in silence. And when they suffer and they have kids, the kids suffer too. So it's, um, it's we're, we're much better off um, leaving that relationship. And I would say, because I'm, I'm using myself an example, like those who know me, that was where I ha and also you can see pictures of me, how I thought I was smiling, my best smile, and how I smile today is a transformation. I have the natural curls. I was told that when <laughs> you do, yeah, I was told that when I was giving birth, hair would change. I accepted I had no curls. What happened? When I got back in balance, my hair starts to, to curl again. So it's just that think back of how the person you was before you met this person and the person you are today. And if you are kind of can't see the same happy smile, it may be time to leave that relationship because it's affecting you much more than you had you would ever expect and imagine. And I can only say that because I didn't know it in the now, but I can see it now in reflection as I'm as I'm teaching women, as I'm helping women, talking about my stories, finding pictures of me, and I would say, Jesus, did I thought I, I thought it was my best smile. And I just hear and I chunk two different Camillas. <laughs> and so if we just broaden it up it, and I broaden it, it can be uh, if you're a boss. Is psychological violence, right? Many of my clients have a relationship with a mom where the mom is very controlling. It's not that you can leave your mom, but it's about really making a conscious choice of how you want to live your life. It's about taking control or let other people control you. And if you don't take control, then um, it can have a big impact uh, on your life and your quality yeah, of your life. I love how you brought up even other relationships because maybe the marriage is okay, but maybe it's the mother or the boss or a friend, somebody yeah. else that's causing you that same kind of feeling of like anxiety and just your health is suffering because of this person in your life. It could be mm. anyone. It's a good time to be. look at your life and kind of see where you're at. Exactly. And it's exactly the same kind of traits of behaviors and feelings yeah. that show up. It's just that I've only experienced in a love relationship, right. but psychological violence happens in whatever setting. And so if you were had a, a job where your boss was, was psychological violent, then what you would think the fear of leaving, oh, can I find a new job? And you would accept being uh, treated with treated like that so it's really in every situation where you there's no alignment of of you, how you want your inner values how you want to be treated how you want to go to work whether you, you're happy and you're not happy make that decision 
get your life back, take your life back, find your happiness. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Actually I came, I have some um, coaching groups as well and I call them reclaim your future because it is about reclaiming uh, your future. And I would say that, and I can feel, I really can feel, and I can see the results I create. The more I step into my power, the more results I can create. And the only way I could step into my power is to relax. And I couldn't relax in that relationship. And when you can't relax, you can't think of creative thoughts. You can't expand because you're conscious or you're anxious and you're always looking at what's next and what if. So you're you're tight and you can't really think but what happens next. And that's such an interesting transformation once you're at peace and you just relax in your body, so many big and amazing things can happen and you can create. Yeah. Wonderful. It's great advice. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been such a treat. I just love how you just got to the point and you really shared how important it is for people to expand themselves and be able to get out of what's holding them back. And Mm. I think if people hear that and they can kind of examine their lives and be like, what is it? What's keeping me small? What's keeping me afraid? And get rid of that relationship in their life. I think that's great advice. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But you don't have to hear it, right? Yeah. You have to hear it from someone who's been through it. So you can go, oh, well, they did it. So I can do it. Yeah. So you give people that strength. And that's amazing that you have that gift to do that. For me, it's also just sharing my story because there's so many women who sit with their story in silence and accept or tolerate to be treated disrespectfully and we shouldn't, we shouldn't. Thank you. You're awesome. You. You're just such a light. I love this. Love your smile. So I'm glad you got your smile back. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Thanks, Heidi. It's been a real pleasure to, um, to be on the show and just to talk about my story and inspiring all the women out there that you can live a better life and just get in touch with the right people who can help you and who trust and believe in you. That is the most important thing. Absolutely. Perfect. Thank you. You're still here? Well, then enjoy this little outtake from that interview. And is there, you have a website or a way people can get in touch with you, right? Yeah, it's my calvertcoaching.com. Okay, that's awesome. (laughs) It's good if you're an outsider watching someone suffering that you can kind of encourage, you know, like anybody listening, maybe it's not their relationships, but maybe they see someone suffering and can kind of encourage them. So this is great. And you're such an inspiration. I see you have so many shows and you have so many episodes. I say, wow, I'm going to reach out to you and say, okay, how how did you do that? When did you start? I started in 2020. So this will be my second year. So I did over 100 episodes in one year. Yeah, it's been crazy. It's been about two a week for the past year. So I'm up to 100 and almost 150 now. So in February already, I'm like, oh my goodness. So I wanted to do a hundred more this year. And I'm like, well, I'm already almost halfway there. So it's been great. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's been really great to meet amazing people, people like you who've gone through hard things and 
are yeah. making the world better because of it. Yeah. And you are all, all, all everyone you have, not everyone, but those that just scroll down, the different stories, oh, and yeah. different inspirations of, from my, I can't remember, abuse or drug abuse, or whatever yeah. it was like, yeah. you can heal whatever you, where yes. you are right now, you can transform. Yes. That's and exactly I think that's it. also stories that we all talk about career, right? But there's more than career. It's yeah. like our private, uh, who we are and yep. what we, what our life is also about. Yep. Yep. And I'm grateful when people will share what they've been through. And it, like you said, it's all different things, anything, anything, even from the loss of a child to the death of a spouse, to surviving cancer, to drug addiction, mm. like anything and how they're now helping people that can relate with them. And it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. So great. And you are a gift to uh, be, um, a channel yeah, to uh, to yeah. those who resonate with that and uh, just being on your channel because it inspires right i hope so and even though you're not in a drug abuse or whatever it aspires people to change i want at least for somewhere it speaks yeah it's like life can change yeah. if you're just up to it yes that's point. exactly yeah. it yes yes and that's why I love your story. You're the example too. You're just like the others. So thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> it's been amazing.